Hello, Poggers! Welcome to another episode of The Pog State. Sorry we missed an extra week. Um, it was all somebody else's fault and not ours. And uh, we're finally here. No, it's been three weeks. Very, very excited uh, to be back here. I'm Atlas. This is, cr- is Chronicler? <laughs> that's Chronicler. I am Chronicler. That's Valdez and that's Wolf. And uh, we've been working a lot. Um, so we're, we're going to be struggling a little bit to stay uh, completely sane yeah. for this episode. But we're going to do the very best that we, uh, we can. Um, we are currently almost halfway through the regular season um, of spring. And uh, gentlemen, our predictions have been suffering a little bit, but uh, let's get to that a little bit later. How have we been feeling about the LCK thus far? Um, Valdez, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, the meta's been in a rough spot just because uh, it's the same game every single day. Um, but other than that, True. you know, it's been fun to see some of the new picks that T1 brought in today. And, you know, I- I'm just kind of waiting for the next patch. Um, a lot of casting. My brain is kind of turning to mush. Mm. And uh, we have challengers as well during the <laughs> during the off days. So just... <laughs> Trying to stay sane. How about you, Chronicler? Not doing a very good job. Uh, good job of staying sane, mostly. As as we all we all deal with it in our own ways. Mm. But you can you can see the signs for everyone involved. <laughs> Atlas and I had the spongiest moments. Uh, that that was that, I don't know. If Are that you looking a, forward to another one of those yeah, tomorrow? Might have to, might It'll have to be yesterday tomorrow. for you guys. Um, uh, if you if you caught the challenge I've, broadcast, I've, yeah. let us know how insane we were. I guess I, I've heard some Valdis cackles as well. Valdis, I feel like, also maybe getting a little bit more angry than he did last I'm trying about to stay. I'm trying to stay measured, you know, <laughs> on my Challengers broadcast. Like, we'll talk about uh, YouTube chat later, but... I don't know um, if we should, Wolf. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm so glad we, we skipped last week, because last week I was on, like, a pretty downward spiral about how I was feeling about our top teams in the LCK. I was like, all right, nobody is perfect. Nobody is clean. Like, yep. this is really bad. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I, last week, at the beginning of last week, I was feeling like, is the LCK a scam? Like we got three of the <laughs> three of the four teams in uh, in the top four of the the world's finals, right? We had DRX was like totally different team, but like still trying to sell it, like match of the week and all this stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh no 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 no! And then we had uh, Gen G dropping games. We had D plus Kia with like a very big crushing fall. Um, T1 losing a game to Nongshim. Like last week, I was like, all right, LCK is a scam. Like this is not the best region. Um, we won worlds, three out of four teams, but like it's all Pack a lie. Like, yeah. winning worlds again. <laughs> and, then, and then fortunately, not only was our week better, but also Ruler lost yesterday. So it was like a double Whoa, whammy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm feeling I'm feeling better uh, about our, our region this week, um, where everything's turned around a little bit. We got a new patch where nothing changed at all, but um, the play seemed a little bit elevated, mostly um, for our top teams at least. Some of the bottom teams. Still getting there, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's better than last week. I, this week was better than last week. Yeah, because I, I didn't actually talk. I actually think that the level of teams and the storylines this LCK are amazing. It's just the meta is so bad and we're working so much that we kind of, it's really hard to focus on that. But it's really cool that we see like individual, really high performances of teams. And then also some of the weaknesses be exploited. The series that we saw today from home while being a really good example where plus actually was able to play the like more aggressive early game and then when they don't fall behind they're really good um stuff like that is fun but yeah it's definitely been overshadowed by our collective fatigue both <laughs> from work and the meta the meta yeah. really isn't helping the, yeah the, the meta i feel like is much harder to deal with than the the work schedule like I, we've all done this before right obviously yeah. mine is challengers but like you know we, we lived through it last year and i enjoyed it and got the whole team together we got the the space it's just like oh man the the amount of Zeri 
Lulu, Nami, Lucian. Yeah. You know, it's Sejuani trading bands and like Maokai getting through, like Ash got through. I'm like, oh, it has to be the boring <laughs> one because if it's not the boring one, it's like the worst one where the game is just already decided by draft. And I'm like, dude, I'll take the boring one over. Like, oh, Ash got through, like Maokai got through. Like, oh, they gave him Caitlyn and Varus. Like, please don't do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking back, like, for example, spring 2021 was just like Uder and Hecarim, but then the other picks were kind of still all over the place but because both bot lane and jungle was so locked and top lane and mid kind of as well but not to the extent that jungle and we we are. do have like this this sort of like default to renekton Cassante, na fiora Jax, which yep. i still see as basically the same champion that's the yeah. top lane that's basically it maokai sejuani elise maybe ban and then you get wukong vai, vai who are basically the same champion <laughs> yep sejuani um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then mid lane, Victor Azir. And then hey, sometimes... Corky, Corky was there. Yeah, yeah, Corky was there. But then, like, maybe there's a melee champion. So, like, Cassid and Silas Akali. Like, Yone? These ones, like, Yone is sometimes there, but also, like, banned a lot. But most of the time, it's just handshake Victor Azir. Um, I think that, like, the pools for specific lanes aren't necessarily as wide op open as they used to be. And there's also, like, I think there's a thing with, and this is something that uh, other people have been talking about a fair bit. It's, like, a lack of pocket picks actually being utilized. Everyone kind of practicing all the same champions all the time. And so we used to have lava. Yeah, like, well, I, <laughs> we, we used to have lava, but we also, like, used to have players that would just have a specific champion that they weren't able to get, you know, like back in the day. And I'm talking like way back in the day, like Messiah on his, on his twisted fate, you know, like Who? you used to remember like iconic, <laughs> iconic. Okay. Picks. Grandpa, let's get yeah. medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Rippy on his, on his Ramus and his Udia. Um, sorry. No, that was, that's, that's 2011 OCE. Uh, we don't need that. Um, he was a great manager we? for Direwolves though. Um, but like, that we don't have anymore. We don't have players that are just like putting in the time on these weird picks because like it's not as valuable as just getting on the by the numbers this champion's better. Well, even if we do, we see that picks like Gwen, for example, Doran had like an insane Gwen game into Cassante, and then we don't see it after all. Like we see it once and it's really good, or the Chogaf is another example. Or yeah. like Closer's Aurelia. Exactly. We see it once. And then it does well, and then we don't see it again, which to me also leads me to believe that for teams, this meta is actually amazing because it means that they can focus on building the other things that matter for a team, which are like cohesion and like working well together. Well, mm. um, you, you can if the game doesn't end in three minutes, which it, usually which it does. often does. Yeah, that's so. fair. I mean, that's I'm not saying issue. I like it. Yeah, it's like the draft is really stable, but also the game is really unstable. So it's kind of like a... A bad mix, I think. You yeah, know what this meta reminds me of? Of something I've experienced in my casting career is actually when Overwatch became goats versus goats every game. Oh god! Because every I'm glad I skipped that bit. <laughs> <laughs> every team is playing the same heroes in the game, right? It's the same six v six. Now in Overwatch, both teams have the exact same heroes. It's like always a mirror matchup. I think this is as close to that as League gets, where you're kind of seeing at least six out of ten be the same champions with the same compositions against each other over and over and over again. That means that the top teams get so good at it because they're playing it all the time. Like Chronicle said, they're focusing, laser focusing on this specific style of drafting and playing that it does lead to very quality League of Legends for the team that gets ahead and then snowballs, as Valdez is mentioning. But because of that also, the game has become so much more one-sided and one small mistake against a team like our top teams, T1, D+, 
well, D plus is letting down a little bit, but T1, Gen G, Liv Sandbox, even KT. <laughs> yeah. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> All right, getting excited. I'm pretty um, excited here. The, the like, margin for error is so low right now, and our region is, is so stacked with good players that even, like, you look at DRX and they're like, oh, man, this team is falling apart. But you look at the players on there and you're like, you can't even make a mistake against DRX or you will just get shrecked, you know? So the meta is very annoying in that way because it's the same stuff that just obliterates you if you make one mistake. Yeah, that's uh, and that's a state of the game situation as well, right? Yeah. Like that's not necessarily like this champion's too strong. It's just like there's too much money. You can like if you get enough plates, then you just snowball the game. Yeah, it's a combination of the plates and the drakes being super overbearing again, and drakes being overbearing plus the jungle changes mean that you could, like low value jung or low economy junglers are a lot better, which is why we saw one Italy. That was fun. Remember mm -hmm. that was that was just now. Huh. That was that was a fun interactive moment uh -huh. but outside of that it's been so stagnant because once the bot lane gets ahead like you get the double kill you get the plates and then you get the drakes so you get like everything on everything on everything and then it's just it's it's really really bad in terms of snowballing we kind of had this a little bit before the durability patch but then it was more like you get one lead by picking one guy every time and that doesn't happen anymore but instead now it's just kind of feels like you just kind of very slowly gliding towards your location. I feel like the amount of upsets that we've seen is pretty substantial in terms of individual games. But the, lots of three gamers. Well, you know? but yeah. lots, well, it, when a team like Nongshim, even when yeah, T1 is happy gaming, right? But like even when a team like Nongshim, which love the players, but they should not be able to beat. But if they get an early lead, even they can like kind of play follow the the kind of set course and be able to beat T1. That's partially up to T1, but I think also a lot of that is due to the state yeah. of the meta at the moment. I mean, when Bro manages to win games by taking it to 35 minutes after, you know, one fight about, you know, like five seven minutes yeah, into exactly. the game. Yeah, first Drake fight. That's when something's mm. gone horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we do need to talk about uh, where we are currently um, as far as the uh, split is concerned. We're, well, we're in the Pog State room. Um, Park. Yeah, Lol Park. And we won't tell you guys where the secret no, room is. No, it is a secret, room, secret Pog secret State room. Secret boardroom here. This is the secret boardroom, boardroom. Mm -hmm. Um but we are almost halfway through uh, the first, uh, the, sorry, the, the first season. So first round robin is about to conclude. Uh, it will be tomorrow that uh, we'll be starting to get, uh, get that one done. There's only five matches to go uh, in this one. And um, we discovered, well, Chronicler discovered, that we have now currently commentated enough LCK games to have concluded an LEC split with the yeah. previous format. Uh, no, no playoffs, though. That will take us, like, another week. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, wait, if we included Challenger, then could we, we do playoffs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, playoffs was, like, 30-something games, mm -hmm. and it was 92 yeah, so we, we games. So, yeah, including Challenger was, actually, four weeks, we, yeah. we did it. Yeah, between <laughs> the four of us. So, between the four of us, um, just to give you the numbers, um, just a little bit, um, what did you say? The LEC was, like, 93 games? It's 92 for this, games 92 for games. the... For the summer split, and then 31 games, 32 games for the playoffs. Yeah, so, so it's like, like 120, 120, 125. Give, give, give or take 130. Yeah, and so if we include Challenger, we have done approximately 140 games or something like that so far. It's been a lot of League of Legends. Not um, even halfway through yet. Do you know what <laughs> the best thing is? We're making we, all the content for you Of guys. the regular season, <laughs> not including our playoffs. And it's all on basically the same patch as yeah. well. Well, Yumi and Heimer are are gone that's nice well i guess i mean ask a few teams. but i mean there were a couple of games where they weren't picked you know <laughs> so it's basically the yeah, same it, no I, I was i was joking oh, it's yeah. not it's not different and yeah 
I don't um, know if it'll get better anytime soon. <laughs> um, I, so uh, I, I guess Valdez, you can you can take us through because we need to discuss sort of like the state of our league at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll just go with like biggest this is a surprise. Question. Oh, okay. Biggest surprise. Um, That's easy. I don't know. Is it? I mean, you would initially think Live Sandbox, but then the fact that KT are this strong. Well, are they strong? Are they a strong team? I don't know. Like, still, still can't I'm not say sure. with certainty. Uh, KT look pretty strong. Like, they've gotten strong the last couple of weeks. If they we, looked strong in week four. If we take away um, all the curses of the LCK, which are very relevant in this case, mm-hmm. uh, they have had a couple of great matches the last couple of matches, uh, maybe three, and they're on a good upswing right now. I think that um, – for them, it's been just good stuff. I've also been really impressed by um, Pace, just individually. I think he's really stepped it up as a, a rookie, you know, coming in. His first game was like, I'm really nervous. I'm playing against C1. And then the next couple of games were, like, ramping him up. And now he's, like, insane individually. Like, even when Genji are struggling, he's, like, trying to carry it for them. So that's been cool for me to watch. Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulldog actually doing quite well. It was really cool. For, even though his last series was pretty meh, uh, like a mediocre zero game, and I don't know what the, f- what uh, the first you're gonna one beat, was. He beat himself up for that one. You're gonna oh, yeah, yeah, he really, sh- he really wow. shouldn't because... <laughs> well, yeah, because his, I think his debut has been good. As far as surprises go, I'll keep a challenger focus because I think Valdez hit a lot of the more LCK-oriented stuff. Fiesta has been way better than I expected, which is cool. Nostrum as a whole looked pretty much as according to what I thought was going to be the case. Like... They're not great, right? They're pr- pretty much our worst team, but they have some cool individual players. But Fiesta actually holding up a lot better than I initially expected was a cool surprise for me. And then, yeah, Sandbox, KT, the kind of what you'd expect. Yeah. Feels like we're going back to a little bit of, you know, summer, summer 2022. Like a little bit of like, oh, are KT and DRX going to go to Worlds? Or, or is KT or Olivia <laughs> Sandbox going to go to Worlds? No, DRX steals away. I just, well, my. KT Rollster. <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been pretty excited about KT uh-huh. ever since uh, literally last night. Um, <laughs> and wow. They beat Genji and they beat them in a clean way. They played a good macro game. They had good crisis management. They were decisive, which is not the KT way, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I, I think they could be a top three team if they can repeat that form. That's always the question, right? Mm-hmm. Uh for me, the biggest surprises have been pretty negative overall. Like, I think uh, D plus Kia, you know, I put them as number one. Like, I was really excited by them in the first week, which, like, admittedly was our overreactions, right? But, like, yeah, yeah. they played well against T1 in that first matchup. And we were like, all right, that's pretty sick. Like, they're still looking pretty good. And then once they started banning Lucian away from Deft, they just couldn't do anything. Like, if they didn't actually win the one side snowball games, like, we were talking about in this meta, like, they look totally lost. Showmaker looks very weak this season, and I'm like, this could be, like, a fifth-place team right now. It's kind of scary to think about. Like, Hanwa lost to them today because Hanwa didn't respect their playstyle and let Deft have Lucian and stuff like that. Um, but, like, this team's going to playoffs, I think, but it does not feel like the caliber of play that I expected from them after watching them dominate with that playstyle in week one. They seem very exposed. And also, I thought by now that DRX would have some semblance of improvement or growth or, like, yeah. hey, like, let's let's see, like, you know, this this roster is pretty stacked. Like, maybe we'll, we'll advance forward. Because, like, Hanwa did, you know, pretty extensively figured out their identity and made some big improvements. I feel like DRX almost has even gone backwards the, the, over the last two weeks. And feels like a Nongshim from 2022 situation where... 
you're worried about the future of this team. Um, because I like these players a lot. Like, they have some of my favorite players and some of the, the best talent that we've had over the last two years on this roster, including Rascal Wright, who's been around for even longer. And uh, I just thought things would be better by now. Um, and, and unfortunately, it's been a like, bit of a turn for the worse uh, for them. So hope that I hope that changes. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Live Sandbox. Because after that first week, after that overreaction, I didn't, I didn't even think it was an overreaction. I actually just didn't think that this team was going to be good. And then they were really good and all of the like a lot Where of these players i don't know this is the thing so <laughs> it's Carl, explain Carl and Willow. well i mean i actually think that it's almost everyone stepping up Even and defying envy. expectation envy especially because <laughs> the fact that that lane isn't getting crushed every single time they go under the rift blows my mind on a daily basis you know every time i see them play but even in their most recent match it was Bertel solo he, he solo killed rascal, rascal four, four times. times and rascal has you know in previous seasons almost all of them been our like bet like one of our best top laners just in lane um Can't so really it's it's really been absolutely mind-blowing for me to to see them them uh glow up i think uh i share a few of your um apprehensions about uh about d plus gear as well wolf because i was when we were watching them in the first week, they looked consistently good. But the shakiness that we've seen seems to be not even about who they're facing or how like how they pick or like their drafts or anything like that. It's purely about how they pick themselves up after a loss. And I feel like they are a very unstable team when they're put under pressure. And that is not something that we've, we're used to expecting out of Showmaker and Canyon and, uh, and players like these. So... Um, that's been a little bit rough as far as uh, that first week is concerned. Um, I can, uh, I feel like spring is every, uh, every year it's like this, right? Where there's a lot of instability. Yeah. There's a lot of players that are underperforming. There is T1 crushing everybody. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of things kind of stay the same. And sometimes the things that stay the same are that things are always changing, right? And that they're always unstable. Like, remember, we were having a discussion today on the desk about how, 2020 Domlon in spring they were fourth place and they were like okay you know they were like ah okay like they Kinda got like there KT you know, right now they're all right know. yeah well they're a little bit more stable than that I'm excited over there I'm just trying to make the comparison okay. Okay. Fourth okay. Place right I'd now, say right? maybe like yeah. live sandbox um and then they got crushed at MSC against China, and Beryl was like, I'm going to go Super Saiyan, and he did. And then the team kind of grew as a whole, and then they won Worlds, right, for 2020. Ghost. In spring, mm -hmm. everybody was like, this team doesn't, you know, they're not going to go to MSI, obviously. They got fourth. They're not going to win Worlds. That's never going to happen, you know. Kind of like we were saying about DRX last year as well. I mean, halfway like, through you know, summer, we were like, we don't even think Dalmon's going to make it to what Like, yeah. Like, we thought that they'd drop out of playoffs extremely early. Yeah. yeah. So... Everything can change, you know? So even though this is a, kind of a concerning start to the split, especially because of all the meta stuff and how if you're losing, it can look really bad because you literally have no chance. There's, like, no comeback mechanic, really. It's like, okay, well, if you're losing, you're losing hard. You're getting crushed. Like, so um, hopefully with some new patches and a little bit more time, our teams can come back. So for yeah. now, I'm still like, ooh, things are looking iffy, but at the same time, I think it's also just spring woes that we always feel. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Additionally, it's really important to remember that we've seen teams look 
completely different based on Gen G actually was a really good example of this based on draft or based mm-hmm. on the current patch. I think, and the I think patch, Tom one is a really or rather D plus is a really good example of this as well. Like yeah. did Deft get early game control with his picks or did he not? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but 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 more so that uh Gen G specifically like last spring was so clearly the best team and when the meta shifted away from a lot of the champions like the poppy and of yeah, course there was also yeah. some individual and like the the zeri slash uh Sivir meta and obviously there was also some individual like problems that genji will run into in international tournaments that doesn't really take away from that but there have been so many tournaments over the last couple of years where the patch that we have in the in the season is very different from the patch that we have playoffs on is very different from the patch that we have an international tournament on right so uh it's it's i always love that because as we were like drx is a really extreme example but deep uh dom one back in the day i think is a much more moderate example of like we saw the glimpses but it didn't come together and like maybe that team is kt this time around right like maybe the meta right now doesn't even hey. fit them as well as it could uh maybe that team will be d plus another example where like Canyon is basically playing, um, well, I don't want to say dog junglers, but that's actually what it is, right? Like, the, you get no resources. Dog junglers? Yeah, that's the, that's the term. I'm pretty sure Mount Kaiser tree. Yeah, that is true. Okay, and, and, and Sejuani is a boar. I'm no, sorry. Sejuani no. is a lady. Bristle okay. is a boar. <laughs> My wait, wait, goodness. Anyway, dog junglers, like the animal, like woof, woof? Yeah. Okay. He's from yeah. he's from Europe. It's from, from Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 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 some yeah. of my maybe some of my EUS chat. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like canine canine junglers. Canine okay. junglers, yes. Okay. But what it means canine. is that the, yeah. the the junglers specifically play only for their lanes and they get very little resources. They drop camps like crazy and they don't really do a lot outside yeah. of enable the rest of their team. So maybe poor choice of words, but a, a team with Canyon is just not gonna look that good and uh, it shows the versatility of some other players owner i think is a good example even though owner today on his nidley still looks very different or on his lead than mm. owner on sedge and maokai right so if we get a patch where suddenly the jungle gets completely revamped which that has happened before remember rumble uh-huh. and morgana i would like it to happen <laughs> yeah. again yeah um we can it get... happened before this season with yes. the pets. yeah well i mean i actually yeah i i I don't even know. Like the current jungle state is not even a revamp; it's just kind of, eh. Yeah. Um, but it can completely change everything again, and that I can't wait to find out which team will benefit the most from that. Probably T1 because they're just looking like the best. But I, I kind of want to add on to something Valdez said about like it's spring; things are always changing and different. Like that's what we know to be true in this in the same. Like that consistency is there. I also think this patch and this extremely snowbally meta makes it really difficult to identify team strength. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah. especially for the fans. Like, I've found that our fans have been sometimes like, really like, oh, but like they won so hard last week, but this time they like got totally two zeroed. Like, but it's really weird. And I'm like, yeah, but look, if you look at those game Nothing states and see how they weird. <laughs> totally two zeroed, man. totally uh, two zero, extremely man. two zero. They're all surfers or something like that. I, gnarly they're all, dude. They're all super. <laughs> gnarly awesome tubular people <laughs> yeah um, that tubular people but uh groovy as well man you know you know like if if a team like d plus loses to kt rollster 2-0 like happened this week everyone's like oh but they lost to kt so like i guess they suck now like i guess they're bad and then they beat hanwha they're like oh i guess hanwha is bad because that's what it means i'm like i don't know i mean i think that the meta makes these things very snowball these are two emotional teams right i think it is hard to draw like really strong conclusions especially for teams that are not t1 or Gen G, who seem to still clearly be our top two teams. 
To everyone else, you're like, well, I don't know. Like, did they have the strong meta picks? Did they accidentally give Asher Maokai over? Did they end up getting ganked at level three and somebody dies and the game is over? Like, it's it's really hard I, to judge. I am actually, I think that you were on the money with your initial one. We were a scam and we were one team region, only two ones good. <laughs> and we're going to send two teams to MSI, guys. Oh, God, no. Can't we just send T1 <laughs> twice? Ah. No, I and I, I kind of want to echo it as well, because while you guys were talking about that, um, it sort of brought to my mind that it's also spring and something that CV Max has already said that we like to talk about all the time is that like spring is true, a scrim. Yeah. And what do you do in scrims? You call the game after whoever loses the first skirmish. Like that's almost like what happens every single time, right? Like you'll get in there and you're like, oh, this game's done. We're not going to learn anything. Regame. And there isn't... And, and, I'm not saying that our teams are treating games in, in spring like that, but also where's the desperation? Like, why would you need to be desperate to try and claw back and put all of your energy into clawing back what is a very difficult game to win when you're not out of contention for playoffs yet? Getting to playoffs in spring doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of, like, there's not a lot of pressure on these players to grind out those difficult games anyway. And so you add that to the fact that you're in a meta that is very snowball-y anyway, and, like, you're just going to collapse. Like, the, the teams that are losing are often not going to want to put in that extra effort in order to win those games. So They're working I, on fundamentals and, and smaller yeah, things, yeah, right? Yeah. Instead of, like, large risk-taking. Um, yeah. Especially with some of these younger players. We have so many new players and rookies. Um <clears throat> The last thing you want to do is like get you try to make a risky play and you totally messed up you get emotional and then like you're scared to be on stage the next time or like all the fans are like you know trash talking you and i think for newer players it's oftentimes much harder to be willing to make a really crazy risky play whereas like t1 will do it for fun today for like a 30 minute game like the whole 30 minutes from start to finish because if they lose no one will be mad they'll still be enjoy the game and they'll probably win really hard and they're confident and like you know yeah yeah <laughs> No, yep. the, 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 this, yeah. pissed, but like most <laughs> yeah, I'd be very pissed, very angry. They're like, no yes. one will be mad, and like both both Atlas yeah. and Vels were like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. <Steam>. Be. <laughs> well, yeah, Willer looks like the opposite of what you said. You know, like, yeah, he's but I mean, he, he's, he's not, not that, a new player. Yeah, that's that because new, they never panic. That's true. They're cool kids. <laughs> true. Yeah. Sorry, Vel, yeah, he kept he keeps his cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Willer's just the opposite of that. You know. Willer could be a top four jungler. He's very confident. Like he, he goes for the crazy plays. He goes for the more aggressive plays. And, that and they take go a for like more. yeah, get me back into the game plays. Yeah. So Willer's like the one guy in my mind yeah. that they, they lose fast, win fast, pushing lifts and walks forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's do the uncomfortable task of going over what our predictions were um, after the first week of the LCK um, for the end of end of split standings. Yep. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I've struggled more in my predictions week to week. Um, this one doesn't look quite as bad, but let's, uh, let's see, because these expectations that we had, I don't think is a representation of our intelligence or anything like that, but is a representation of what we expected from these players and whether or not they've over overperformed or underperformed. Do we want to start at the bottom and work our way up? Start from the bottom, then start we're here? Start from the bottom, then we get... Okay. All right, yeah. so we're looking pretty good. Okay, that one, that, one's, that one's locked in. <laughs> we, don't to, we don't have to discuss it too Aww. much. Nongshim... Of what we expected, they struggle a lot. They have a couple of nice individual moments, but they can't really stand up to the rest of the LCK, which makes sense because, again, even in CL, they were not the best team. So, yeah, tracks. 
Um, and then Tracks. we'll do the next one, um, and we'll see whether whether Ian can like put it in a different color if it's wrong, yeah. um, or the right color if it's right. Stuff um, wrong. It's all yeah, wrong. it's <laughs> pretty wrong. No, nine, totally wrong. nine is nine. I is mean, fine. I think it's probably fine if you just leave up the thing while we talk about it, so people can reference it. But that's fine too. Yep. Um, but we've got yeah, um, bro. I- Valdez and I with the live sandbox in ninth. Is a bit of a shame, but bro is pretty. I'll be changing that feeling, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, f- I'm, fe- I'm feeling good about the bro because I could see Kwangdong, for example. Yeah, big bro anti. He's known. Feeling pretty good about big, bro being ninth place. They were like third place yeah. for a little while. I don't know. <laughs> known just bro anti. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, maybe DRX will be uh, ninth instead of bro at this point. That seems more likely. But bro, oh, ninth. Did you hear the sadness in the the Croco fan club leader? Yeah, I'm. I'm in a lot of pain. But sandbox are really good. So you know, you win, you lose some. My KL robbed by the way last year uh, for Rookie of the Year. Still doing really well, which is cool because that's the one that we would have gone to FlyQuest if you won Rookie of the Year. So yeah, true. Uh, true. I think it's good. If well, we would kept Fikla. Fikla's cool. Yeah. Uh, true. But yeah, Sandbox. So none of us were even remotely had no. any idea at all. And, and this was also this was before. This was after D plus slapped him. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Envy yeah. went 0 and 6 after he said, I want to make everyone reimagine what I was as a. AD carry and then I want to change it. my reputation. Change my reputation. <laughs> and then it was and he did. the most painful game. Worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Ooh. here we are. And honestly, I, I feel like it all started with Closer just still being super good. I think that's that's how it like they had that stability. And he was also playing super confident and just picking like his like his Aurelia, like not being afraid to like make those make those uh riskier riskier draft choices. Arcali, Silas. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, obviously like we've had a lot of mid laners win on those, but like Yeah, Aurelia is a really good example. I mean, yeah, but like he's also playing with that pizzazz. He's also m- taking those risks. Not and I feel Victor. like he, he just took the rest of the team with him. And then Willa like went completely ridiculous a week later and then Bertle's going ballistic now and the mm. bottom lane hasn't sucked right kyle's en- great envy en- i know en- kyle's en- great en- sorry en- but envy en- en- does like exactly. take it down like kyle if he's like an 80 percent good you still need like a 95 to be good in the lck and envy struggles to get that I, last few percentage i think points. kyle's the second best 80 carry in the league at the moment and he's not I even know. an 80 switch. carry what kyle, kyle? Uh, yeah, support. Sorry, Eddie Carey. This is we all three of us. We're all different. I still don't notice it. I swear, like we're all going, we're all going insane. So yeah, no, uh, second best support, obviously after Carrier, because yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, no. We can I mean, Carrier hold on, God's what Kellen though? I mean, Kellen's been really good. Kellen's been pretty solid. We're a bit recency bias on that one, but he looked so good today. Kellen, oh, Kellen lost ridiculous yeah, lo- today. Yeah. Uh, I'd be willing to accept, but but I think the fact that you can make that claim in of itself is kind of crazy considering how bad they started. Yeah, echoing all the points that you mentioned earlier as well. Willer and Birdle and Closer all kind of popping off. That's that's kind of been the thing for me is Willer because he Birdle has been pretty good in team fights and the sideling seemed to be much improved this week, but the dude has looked very emotional, right? Like He's been in the worst emotional positions I, I, as a player years, for yeah. like the last two years, I think. Like a yeah. year and a half, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, the word I would use almost looks like he has like really bad anxiety, like performance anxiety about like what he's gonna do on the like in the side lane. Like, Agreed. is he gonna mess? Is he gonna mess up the the stun? Like, is he gonna actually take one too many turret shots and sometimes he just chokes? But every time 
he does well. Like, he's not willing to accept that, like, hey, I just had a pop-off game. But Willard will tell him. You know what I mean? Like, Willard yeah, will actually yeah, be like, yeah. you absolutely popped off that game. Like, yeah. he's going to pat him on the back, and he's going to pump him up and, and get him into the right mindset. Maybe um, Canyon didn't do that, you know, for him uh, in the well, past. Like, I like, mean, yeah, and I, I completely agree. And the exact tone of voice that Willow was using as well, like Bertle gets like a kill in the top lane, and then you you like we actually got to see it on the broadcast. If you guys were watching, you would have seen as well. Like Willow's like, yeah, Bertle, Bertle, you could do it, man, you could do. It. But and like I don't even want to like talk down to any of his other teammates on other teams. But when Bertle was playing for those teams, he was coming in to like a, like a building that's already like on fire, like yeah. like an established bonfire like he just walks in and he's like i'm a schmore like, like let's go like, melt, melt me, me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys talking about i don't even know this <laughs> reference but like i don't know yeah. i don't think it's a reference, it's I, just, not a reference. I, just I got my mushroom plushie yeah. <laughs> no but but it's it's like going going oh, here for the sleepover yeah. <laughs> what, what you mentioned atlas is this is a player that was literally like because uh, he was getting swapped in and out with, with Nuggery, right? And like super high tense situation. He was like gnawing Even when off he was his... swapped in and out with Rascal as yeah, well. Yeah. It's the same thing. He was gnawing off his own fingers like till he was yeah. bleeding because yeah. he was like so anxious. And now he's on a team where both the expectations are lower and they're all equals. Like mm -hmm. they're, they, he isn't like the, the guy that they feel that, I mean, he might feel that way. I agree with your assessment. Right? You notice the rest of the team trying to help him with that. But the fact that they're all, like no one expects more of him than what he can offer. I think it makes for such a good environment for all these players ready to thrive. And Envy is the same. They can all relate, though, as well. Like, exactly. Envy has yep. been... Like, it's only Kyle that wasn't, like, in sub-prison. <laughs> but he's because, chill. He's chill. Yeah, yeah he is. Kyle's, Kyle's like, chill. Kyle is just, like, he's just he's hanging still, out. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. You and do that, whatever you want. That's why he's so freaking good. <laughs> yeah. um, but, like, Closer with Faker, you know? Exactly yep. the same situation. Envy and Prince. Like, Envy was literally replaced because he wasn't performing and well enough. And then the team became and good. And Ice as well. Like I mean, him and Ice were like in between, and then like, and then Prince comes in and saves the day, and Envy's like, "Well, my confidence is dead forever." Envy like, didn't even play after Ice after like week three or four yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. too rough. In yeah, uh, it was too yikes. I mean, and then Willow uh, like was trading places as well on Humble Life Esports over and over again. Had to come in to save the world championship. Like yikes! yikes out of time. I, I was just closer. Gonna, <laughs> I, oh, I mean, I was just gonna say closer is literally in prison in the opening. <laughs> He is in a live sandbox colored <laughs> yeah. prison, yeah, yeah. Right. and I think the th I think the th I mean no joke, but I think the theme that the person who made the opening is actually going for is like closer's the last star on this roster, and it's also closer. So you're like not sure, but you're like okay, there's definitely some good here, right? And he's like in the prison of like these new players around him, right? Willard not new necessarily, but Bertle not proven, right? Envy not proven, um, Kyle kind of proven, but it's like. There's a really young roster. A closer has to be the guy. And then he, like, steps out of the prison, you know, in the opening. And, like, yeah. that's what he did for this team, too, right? And uh, God, that opening was so good. It's so good it's that so it, good. it even it just keeps created storylines <laughs> that are building. So, yeah. Oh, man. Sandbox is awesome. I propose that we skip the RX. Um, we can yeah. talk about the placement, but I'd rather not talk. We'll too talk much about, about eighth team. place first because um, a I have of silence. Perhaps we have we have like a few a few differences here. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think a Kondong in eighth at the moment. They are. All right. Uh, well. Actually, might, no, I think they're ninth. Although after the, today's loss, I'm not sure because DRX might have dropped below them now. Because they did, Kwang I think. Dong, I think uh, they're uh, yeah, score true. probably is a bit better. Uh, yeah. So Kwangdong in eighth, I think, is actually eighth or seventh. 
I, I, I think most of us have Well, them. yeah, Quan was That was the now. gamble that Wolf took. All right, so, yeah. Which... All right, um, Valdez. I mean, everyone knows. Everyone, <laughs> everyone knows. You got to take a gamble. I, I, I did just kind of go. Well, it looks like everyone looks no, I bad think it's fine. besides the top three. <laughs> and honestly, if you in if, week one, if you're looking at these predictions and you're like, "Oh, Wolf kicked W," go and watch the last episode because Wolf's justification for it <laughs> is actually is amazing. The best comedy that we've had on this show, and honestly, you will you will not be able to be upset about those predictions after that. Want to talk about that eighth place, Valdez? Yeah, it's time. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so KT's winning worlds, aren't they? Is that yeah? Is that, that's I what's think, happening. And um, um, Keck W to Valdez didn't believe in KT. How dare you? Yeah, I think I just expected a little bit more of the what's happening to DRX, right? Where it was like, you know, they're just not ready. A lot of these players struggled in the past. They We're going to see like similar. Yeah. I think things honestly, here, yeah, you're right. At the start of the it, flip a coin, DRX or KT, which one's going to collapse? And honestly, smart money's fifty fifty. Yeah, I mean, they did have a rough start as well. So I was just, you know, I think I just was on the KT bottom part of the roller coaster before they started going up. You know, mm -hmm. the timing of it was uh, very perfect to vote them very low. <laughs> And I voted them lower than anyone else because I think from even before the season started, I had kind of a, a low opinion of the roster because I didn't think they would match well. They have some good players, but I just felt like, you know, I felt some of that negative energy like that we're seeing on the side of DRX. So you were Nongshim Red Force yeah. to make that decision. I'm gl what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that uh, I... <laughs> I'm glad that they you know, are because of Nongshim uh, last year and like the BDD oh, effect and like that's yes. what yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what he was yeah, thinking yeah. would happen no, to KT sense. again. I, okay, thought I thought it was a fun reference, but no, but I thought you were talking because of the Nongshim effect. Yeah. I can't make that link right now, Max. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. that's sorry. on me. That's yeah. my bad. Um, so I'm glad that they're playing really well. Like mm -hmm. I'm glad that Keen is stepping back into really good performance. That's really cool to see. BDD obviously. Like, BDD tweeted out the happy face. He tweeted the happy face like oh. way better as well. Everybody's spirits are extremely high, you know? Um after the first episode actually I, I was streaming and somebody asked me like why, you know, why do you don't why don't you think KT are gonna be strong? And I kinda said all of these things and at the moment it felt right, but now it's like I don't know. Are we just at the top of the, you know, <laughs> yes. the we're, we're, yes. we're half, we're half actually, I don't know. I, I don't know season. if we've reached the peak yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it might, it might be hitting the peak in playoffs. Maybe it just keeps going up. You know? Yeah. I mean, but, Wolf seems to think that they're going to beat DRX and Nongshim this week. Um, well, I do. See about I that. will be making those predictions <laughs> officially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm not brave enough to gamble. Maybe, maybe I'll go for a cheeky DRX vote. I feel like that could be... Oh man, I I think there might be a couple of people that are like, it's time, <laughs> you know. I dare do. And it's still early, you know. It's still the first half of spring, so uh, they are playing against DRX and Nongshin this week. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> maybe the timing of this episode also is going to be perfect for like, hey, we're really excited about KT, and then they just immediately. Crash and burn. I'm I not mean, hoping for it, but we have if, seen if, this if Ian team does do an e-word e counter, an e-word counter for the amount of like exciteds that it's we've said so like far this episode, then it's it's definitely in the double digits. I think it's heading so, to the double digits. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I, you know, I'm just also you don't have to wait. do that, by the way. <laughs> 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 That'd be very annoying. Yeah, no, you don't, don't have to count that up. No, no, no. You know, He's actually I, I think at this point they're they're not going to get eighth. They look like a playoff team, but. Again, it's still early, so yeah. you know maybe they go into seventh. Maybe my Kwangdong and KT switch sides, and that kind of makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, remember that. that Rascal was on KT last year and, you know, barely missed playoffs as well or the, oh, you know, the yeah. spot. So the Rascal 1v9 you know, Lee. This is a very competitive era. league. And KT needs to be more consistent to actually make playoffs. So we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Bro Hoping is they keep this form. Exactly the same team. Don't feel like there's a lot to say, personally. Yeah. Don't know how um, you guys feel. I'm a bro anti, so well. I'm not going to take part <laughs> I mean, in this I think the, the honest truth is, as we talked about in their last match this week, is they beat the weaker teams before we were 100% sure they were the weaker teams. So we were like, oh, bro beat the teams with the good players on them. And then we're like, ah, well, I mean, DRX has good players. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and DRX. And DRX. And at the time, we that were like, oh, DRX has like good players on it. So, I mean, yeah. that was after we filmed that first. Episode, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just uh, yes, <laughs> true. I am just saying. I think a lot of the feelings about Breon, because we were like, mm, I don't know. And now they've played. They've played against. They had a really great week schedule, and now they've had the harder schedule and kind of come back to reality a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is they're they're a top nine team, not a bottom two team. Top eight team. Top eight. Top eight. So because then next we got Kwangdong in seventh, six. Or no, what is it? Eighth, seventh. We should bring up the fourth. actual standings of what they actually are right now, which is and seventh. They're ninth for eighth. Who yeah. are you talking about? Kwangdong? They're eighth. Yeah, yeah. So two and six. All right. Since June came back, pretty good. Like Kwangdong, mid, uh, mid, lower like mid tick. near team. And I think that like Kwangdong, even though they're in like eighth, I still feel great about this team. Yeah, and, and like the development that they've made so far, I actually think that like this is not like there's a lot of teams that you'd you'd see, and if they're in eighth place, you're like, oh, this Ugh. team sucks. I hate it. I'm like everything's the worst. But like you see Kwandong there, and you're you like, you can see the, you can yeah. see it, and they're getting they're getting better. They're like making improvements, and yeah. I, I'm feeling good. You about know, it's an team. interesting point about Kwandong is that CV Max actually looks happy. Have you guys right? noticed this? Yeah, it's he like it's almost like Bulldog? my theory is like. He knows there's not a lot of pressure to make this team succeed, especially not yet. So he's like, let's just have fun with it. Like, let's do my normal CV Max stuff and, and you know, push and, and prod and kind of be that old school coach. But, like, I don't know. He, he looks like he's in a better mood with this kind of roster rather I feel than, like, like, under a lot of stress like, like he was in the past. Yeah, like 2021 DRX in summer well yeah or like yeah. griffin ever you yeah. know that sort of thing like mm-hmm. but but i also think that like in a lot of those rosters he was under a lot of pressure to make these yeah. incredibly yeah. talented players be really good and now he's got Long- talented players but i don't think that expectation it's is there anymore much exactly more, yeah you because know? as good as bulldog has been he doesn't really have a lot of hype behind him pays it way more yeah uh, compared to him dudu is another example of like dudu has been getting better and better and better but he's not really a player that people... Dudu and Youngjae like, are like, they, they've been drifting through yeah. the, the shadows of the LCK, you know? It's it's very similar to what Live Sandbox's players have been like as well, right? Yeah. Like, like especially Bertle and Willa. Like, I think that, like, Dudu and, and Youngjae are, like, on a similar sort of wavelength, even though they don't quite have the same level of uh, of success so far. Um, I, I put them in the same sort of category yeah I, for me like uh, obviously i put kwangdong in fourth and at the time i just thought the reason why i put them in fourth as we mentioned is like everyone else looks like blah, blah we don't know but but i but as i said then and i will say now like i thought this team will grow quickly because the pressure is not on and these players all seem to have a lot of potential they're still very young but kind of malleable if that makes sense and 
what's been even though they struggled and it took them longer to kind of start coming online than I thought and didn't know June would be you ill. You weren't supposed to predict that Jun was going to be taken out of the roster. I didn't know he was like going to be weeks. ill. And I think like guaranteed that. fourth place if they had a kept Jun. Yeah. So I, oh, I've just it. been... I'm not even upset that like I put them in fourth because obviously this is overreaction predictions we did. But I'm very happy with the growth that's been made so quickly. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if like we did the same overreactions for summer season i might be like oh, i don't know like this team's already <laughs> again so like, yeah let's go. Had a whole season of scrims like yeah. this is really good it's yeah. a lot of practice the, these guys though i i really do think some of the small issues they have are, are already kind of being pulled out and it's not impossible this team makes playoffs it seems unlikely but it's not impossible even they're mm. also one of our slightly more creative drafters, which we've also literally seen Steve Max run back a draft and not do that at all. But things like Tristana, I think, show a lot of faith in the team. And that was what they got a 2-0 victory over KT with. And it was, like, yep. extremely one-sided, which, of course, is peak KT, but also credit to Guangdong. Like, they just looked really good. They're a fun team. I think that they'll end, like, maybe just shy of playoffs. If they can, if they can make playoffs in summer, I think that would already be a really big... So they need top six, right? So like they'd need to beat four of our other teams. Yeah, and, I mean that is that they is could difficult. Beat Bro at the end of the season, I think. I think they definitely could. And then you've got like so there's got to be one other. Yeah, they have to. I mean, realistically, it would have to be Hanwei continues to like middle out, and then yeah. Kwangdong becomes more consistent than them. Or Live Sandbox has the collapse or that Liv I Sandbox tried to predict. I mean, they're so they have so many wins right now though that even if they collapse, like they're. I'm not going to say they're a shoe hey for man. playoffs, but it's not the first. It's the first round robin isn't finished yet, so literally the opposite of what happens could like what happened could happen, and we could have every team tied. Yeah, we could literally we I could know. actually have that now. I know, but I don't think I am. They have a decent buffer. No, they no, have no. a decent <laughs> buffer. I, even if they collapse, I don't expect them to suddenly start losing to like Nong Shaman and uh, and and Brian yeah. and Kwangdong. So yeah, I I do agree. Um, so then we kind of segue into Hanwha, which is a really tough team to judge. Yeah, and we we Atlas all and I were exactly right. <laughs> fifth place, easy peasy. Um, yeah, wait, we have like fifth sixth. and fourth. I think they're sixth right now. They're sixth right now. Yeah, yeah. Because Sandbox and KT are both above them. Live yeah. Sandbox kind of ruined my whole predictions. Um, to but be honest, classic, yeah. classic, yeah, classic. But I think we were exactly right in that we were going to be a middle team, um, and like. We're about to hit the end of the first round robin, and they're definitely a middle team. They're not a strong team. Like they're they're not on the same tier as is a uh, sandbox and KT right now. I don't think. And I feel like we've talked about this a thousand times, but I'll say it one more time for those who haven't heard. Atlas and I were very skeptical of this team yeah. when it was put together because we were like, okay, DRX is a sixth place team in twenty twenty two summer. They were a sixth place team in LCK. They won worlds with crazy old performances, miracle run. Song put it together, like, Unbreakable Spirit, all that stuff. When we come back to LCK, like, if, if DRX stay together, I'm like, yep, sixth place team. Like, kind of, I mean, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of how it feels, right? No, yeah. I, I, and, I agree, and, and 100%. Like, yeah. This team had identity problems. They solved some of that, but then still are doing some weird, weak drafts, some weird drafts where they're trying to figure out what they want to play and not think about their opponent's strengths are, not think about the meta necessarily. And they land where they land, right? They're... Back at fifth slash six. I mean, six right now could have gone to fifth if they had won today. They did not. Um, I don't know if this team makes playoffs actually right now. Like I, Ooh. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I can. It's I hard, think, it's hard I think they do. I don't know whether they make like top four, but I, don't I think, think they will. But I think that like I think they're one of the teams that sneaks in at least. 
I think they'll. I mean, they will probably make it, but like, I'm much more confident about KT and Liv Sandbox yeah. right now. So you know, which, which is sounds the, okay. crazy, but so realistically, Genji, uh, D plus, and T1 are all going to make playoffs. I think we can collectively agree on that. And if they wouldn't, it would be like, yeah, kind of mind blowing. Even mm -hmm. with D plus looking kind of all over but the, the place. The teams that miss out are pretty so, obvious at this point. So so we know Three of them. we know Breon, DRX, and uh, Nongshim are definitely not. Like the, the, those are un, unless they're like yeah and, it, and it's probably so it's, so it's so, only if Guangdong right so like, yeah Guangdong is yeah Guangdong is like the and then which between Sandbox Hanwha Life and KT do you guys think is the most likely to be the one that drops to Guangdong? Sandbox I mean, Hanwha, to yeah, me yeah I'd say Hanwha as well or KT I mean, I, I'm not I, saying I, it's likely but KT. I'm saying <laughs> of those three I'm most worried about Hanwha if you if you were like Wolf if you had to pick. You yeah, know, have between to pick. KT, Live Sandbox, and Hanwha, which of these three teams is not going to playoffs? I pick Hanwha. Like right now, like 100%, I pick Hanwha. I don't even think about it for like more than two seconds. I'm like, yep, Hanwha. They do have too many world champions. Yeah, so we, have, so we have Hanwha, Sandbox, KT. And then I don't know if I, I, don't know if I need to go with Hanwha or Live Sandbox because I want to say Hanwha, but I feel like I'm actually with Max. I feel like it would be Sandbox, even though I hate. So this is that. in the, the theoretical world that like that Guangdong, uh, Guangdong are able make to make it. playoffs. Yeah. yeah, but they're able to continuously improve yeah, because like, then did we they kind make of it? who did they kick out? Yeah, yeah. Because then we kind of been through the whole list. Yeah. Right? Then we've the, then we've and kind then of the, tied it the together. only thing that we uh, we haven't really uh, that we didn't figure out was that Genji were going to get themselves together so quickly. Yeah, I think that was the big surprise is that the the Pays Delight lane really just kind of worked it we just kind of fit and it was actually that the in some of the shaky games that genji did show us it wasn't even pace and delight that were oh. part of the problem it we was also like, did this after the t1 game right yeah, if I remember correctly. yeah, yeah so yeah. that that was i think what really painted already and that rematch next week is going to be so exciting Ooh, yeah. i feel, still think it's t1 favored but it should be completely different than what we saw last time and i think with the added confidence that genji have picked up for oh, the yeah. rest of the season as well because like having an opening game like that like welcome to the stage pays like let's just go against t1 you know like that's he got, not fair. He got, he got especially the second game like he really did not he, yeah he, he got boss he got hard the um yeah. That yeah, was the, probably one of Faker's best games ever as well. Yeah. So good. The concern <laughs> has seemed to be Doran. Um, it seemed to be the, the concern. Mm. And at the time when we made this list, it seemed fine. Like, it was like, oh, it's like there's some other issues, right? It's not specifically Doran. But at this moment in time, we are, at least I am. I can't speak for everyone, but I think I think we are a bit concerned about Doran's consistency. Um and then I'll say the one other thing about these lists is obviously I had D plus at first place. That was overreaction, right? I wanted to be like, yeah, this is my controversial pick, but like, yeah, it, 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 I've been very disappointed now, as, right? as discussed earlier. I like, can see them win the split, but I don't think they ever, or sorry, win the playoffs, but I never ever see them ending first. No, I mean, at this Ooh, point, it seems that's almost impossible call. though. Right? Like, because playoffs, we don't know. We don't know the meta will be expectation is obviously to one but like if you come but they're from the also future, a clutch team they're a team that doesn't bother trying too hard yeah, until it, well, they're in a best of five <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that but i i do really think that if you come back from the future tell me d plus win the the playoffs i mean they're like, five three versus t1 at seven one like just mathematically speaking it's extremely unlikely yeah of course um, yeah well to... that that's what i'm saying like if they end like third or fourth that to me makes a ton of sense with how the team looks right now yeah 
So I think like uh, that's uh, that's enough. Um, but T1 is the best. The main, yeah, of, yeah. T- T1 is is the best at lot, the moment. Not a lot to be said on that and, one. Uh, Atlas's uh, initial predictions um, were the best. Um, my predictions right now in the LCK as as for like per week are atrocious. So this so doesn't make me smart. We all this get just our... meant that I had the best <laughs> gut reaction. To we the all get our one week. swap. Oh yeah, let's do our one. Let's swap. do the swap. So you start Atlas because I think yours is oh, the most like obvious. Mine's, so mine's yeah, mine's pretty clearly swap live sandbox and DRX, I think and it's then easy I'm basically for all of us. sorted. Because I also swap live sandbox. I also swap live sandbox and DRX. Uh, Sh- oh shoot, yeah. I swap live sandbox and DRX. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. Malin and I had them had them that. Oh wow, Valdez Is that just the? F- it just yeah. Valdez almost like, really just wins, but you like you your KT is still a bit it's of a hard, guy. It's hard KT for me is a little like, bit of an issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Dong KT like feels okay, but it doesn't it's it feels less legit than swapping Dong and Live Sandbox for me, so I think I have to do that. But I'd much rather put KT in Kwangdong swap Unless those, you but honestly, the sandbox are going to choke at the second round. round. No, I think it, I, yeah, it has to be Because we only get this one mulligan. We don't get another one. No. It's just this is it Mine's till the end easy. of... You get the top <laughs> six right, though, if you Live do sandbox. the Kwangdong. Oh, yeah, I'm down. just going to swap yeah. Live Sandbox Kwangdong. Sorry, KT, but... Hanwar and KT being fifth, sixth seems like... That seems very Seems KT. on the money. Um, to, yeah. Yeah, that feels good. Or you could, like, Wolf, you could just swap T1 and DK... And then, you know, just nah. call CD Max and start threatening him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> make it happen, dude. It's time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swap Kwangdong and Live Sandbox. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Uh, that's Folks been our one adjustment. Um, we'll put up on the screen. These are our new predictions. They're not all the changes that we want, but like this is just our mid-season adjustment. Yeah, we uh, can't do a complete of our, of our initial predictions. We're allowed one change. That's the change we went for. All right. Beautifully done. Um, now we can have a chat about 13.3 and what we might see change. Um, this will be a short segment before we start playing some video games um, because yeah. the, cha- the, ma- the patch... Yes, Annie, much cooler, hot fix now, but uh, yep. uh, ridiculously powerful. And hopefully, we get to see Tibbers running around the rift um, and not just banned all the time. Aurelian Soul has been updated, but uh, we won't be talking about that for another couple of weeks. So uh, I think our next podcast episode, solo queue. yeah, we can talk about Aurelian Soul. But yeah, Solo Q, absolute disaster. The guy has like a singularity, and if you get enough stacks, you can insta kill people. That's pretty cool. I like that. That. Probably not overpowered or anything like that. Not at um, all. I, I'm excited well, because uh, I, I finally comes got to back. commentate. <laughs> well, I was I was just say, I was, I was going to mention Fly, but I finally got to commentate Elise. It was one of my one of my favorite champions to watch across the years for pro play. Um, so she got meta finally. It's been three years of, of me casting LCK for yep. that to actually happen. Um, haven't commentated Annie yet, uh, so mm. hopefully that happens. And Aurelian Soul, obviously, very different. On this patch, it doesn't feel like I got to do the cool, like, spinny thing with Fly and all that. But some new champions for me to commentate. You know what I'm talking about. The spinny <laughs> star thing. Like, the yeah. old Aurelian Soul. You yeah. know, it was, yeah. like, Orbit. The Meteors, um, yeah. yeah. the old Orbit Aurelian Soul. Um, so, sad I missed that. Um, and I'll never get a chance to commentate that now. But Just uh, to review some BDD games as well. Like, he, he played a bit of Aurelian Soul back in the day. I, I'm hopeful that maybe annie will come in and in some like really niche drafts i don't think she's going to be super strong and pro necessarily especially with the hot fixes but happy to be wrong because i would love to commentate some annie 
honestly, like Flash R champions. Her, her level one is really nuts as well. Because yeah. you now start with Pyromania, so you yeah. can go Q. Because uh, previously with any, you had to start you had to w, take W and then stay and then in fountain for ages. But yeah, but even if you walk, like it, it just didn't really didn't really work. And I, I never wanted shield. to waste the mana, so I'd just sit in the fountain pressing W. It sounds like a you problem, uh, Max. <laughs> so, it is. It was so, a season one problem yeah. as well. Uh, she oh, was no, my, oh, actually, back then mana she was, was a thing, yeah. so that makes complete sense. Yeah, she was she was my most played um, champion season one. Because, good segue, uh, right now you don't have to care about mana because what is not happening on this patch and why I think that the meta will maybe not be quite as rigid but still bad is that none of the issues regarding range supports are getting addressed. So, mm. like, Except it's not even Umbral Glaive. Yeah, um, well, Umbral Glaive is getting a tap, but the real issue isn't just Umbral Glaive. It's like Sorry, there's like yeah, there's like a, well, yeah, there's there's a ton <laughs> of of separate issues, right? And Halo Blades isn't touched, Cheap Shot isn't touched, so Ash is still going to be just as good. Then Ash often doesn't even go. Right? Like I think the Umbral build is best, but you could also just go Mandate. Yeah, often we um, don't even see it. Pick exactly, up. Yeah. Uh, and then the thirteen point four changes will have nerfs to the mana regen and like nerf to sickle and how quickly you can proc it so those to me will be probably and that should be near playoffs so hopefully that will really herald a new patch because i don't think 13.3 even with the yeah i'm really crossing our fingers to that one five weeks away yes <laughs> well not in solo queue but yeah and not in solo queue but so, in lck yeah what yeah. we're seeing in, in solo queue thus far to me doesn't really it doesn't give me any confidence that like suddenly we're going to see no loss again and Carrier can finally be happy again. Yeah, I, I do think. But what about AP Alistair mid? Can we just talk about that for one second? No. It's got some bigger no, AP ratios. No, no. You, you, you already achieved cool. one second. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good takedown. Got Wolf. him. Um, <laughs> quick gank. I, I like that the Umbro Glaive is getting addressed because this was to me the biggest um, easy adjustment to make. Like this item is super broken works on so many different champions while both making them stronger making the rift so oppressive that there is no like comeback angle um it's very fun to play like if you actually get ahead and you get that armor glaive it's like oh this is amazing and these nerfs will hurt champions like pike and solo queue because like you kind of need the item to to functionally play the game um but i i think that was like a really good change and i think it's not does it break all of these support 80s that use it no but it does weaken them significantly, so I think it's a change in the right direction. Um, Radiant Virtue being nerfed as well is maybe hopefully leads to some item diversity because kind of seeing that on all the meta junglers right now. Um, I am a little bit sad that 13.4 is going in such a more drastic and different direction because of the timing leading to what you were saying. Like my my feeling is if you play on a certain specific meta and like yeah, we've had several patches, but, like, the meta hasn't changed. If you basically earn playoffs through this style of play, and then Riot's like, it's gone! And then you have to play playoffs, I'm like, ooh, that feels a little bit dishonest and awkward, right, doesn't it? So I hope I hope that 13.4 leading into that doesn't change things too much. Or I wish that this would have changed things more. So yeah, I'm kind of, I feel a little main. bit, I feel a little bit salty about how, how it's going down. I would love for there to be much more, because the jungle adjustments, in case you were wondering, you get a little bit less golden treats, which means the catch up that you can get mm -hmm. as a gankling jungler is slightly less, and you get an extra minion per full clear. So that doesn't really mean a lot because catch up XP yeah. is still as big as it is. The one fun thing that maybe we'll see is that you can now do red wolves blue and hit free. That's the only, that's it. Still, cool. can't do still no raptors, that's, that's the adjustment, yeah. So as you can see, that's not, 
Yeah, I'm worried about the patch, so I think we should let it let it rest because I don't know. <laughs> Wolf yep. was saying like, um, <laughs> you know, how can we have such a big change right before a huge like tournament oh, or yeah. slash this like? Unfortunately, that's no. Been, I know. I know. I know. I, for I, I, every year. I mean, look, this is also <laughs> 11, 12 this years. Has been, this has been how it has been in the other esports I have commentated yeah. before as well. Because if you don't have Keeping a new patch, fresh. how can you keep the game interesting and bring the viewers and do all that stuff? And these are professional teams who all of them have to adapt, etc. Um, I just, I'm okay with it before MSI is just like a huge gap, right? Four worlds, but when it's like all regular season to earn your playoffs. Is yeah, this one um, feels feels like because like earning worlds like you earn part of worlds like in spring season that's like so long ago right so feels different but just be good forehead yeah it's it's it, it always <laughs> like <laughs> I mean yeah all of these discussions and you're exactly right right like it's it's just a bit of a shame it's how League of Legends but it's the reality it's the reality of, yeah. uh, of, of you remember of the sport, Rift Rivals right? so. what was it Rift Rivals 2018 or 2019 I think it might have been okay, Rift believe. Rivals 2018. MVP making mm. it to Rift Rivals, and we're like, fourth place. This is like our eighth place team. <coughs> Why are they here? It's because they were fourth in spring somehow, mm -hmm. and they're like at Rift Rivals, and we're like, yeah, nice work, <laughs> Beyond. Let's go. <laughs> People were jokingly. Ian, you're like basically you mean, just a you mean now, like but... uh, eighth place Hanwha Life in 2021. Hey, with, there you go. Sixth with place DRX, with best team in the future, world. Future future world champion Deft, future Live Sandbox jungler Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> Jovi, winner of the LCK Summer in 2022. Yeah, yeah. eighth the, place in the LCK still. Lord, uh, Lord of our hearts, Morgan, yeah, and also Vista was there. Who's yeah? yeah. Where did he go? In know. some ways, in the like, DRX's run. I mean, people were making this this joke in comparison. Papa Smithy particularly kept making this joke to me when I was in LA during Worlds. It's like, is DRX a patch zerg? And the term patch zerg comes from StarCraft 2 where there was this huge buff where a bunch of zergs were doing very well like very early on in, in StarCraft 2's lifetime. And so the term patch zerg came about and then it was even used in other games as well, like patch zerg specifically, which is kind of hilarious. And like, was DRX a patch zerg for like worlds? Kind of, you know, like all of the best champions yeah. for those players were all really strong. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's just a reality of the sport. So I, I don't want to like poop on it too much, but it is, it, it feels like, Normally we have some incremental changes, and this is like it's all the same, and then maybe it's all different, like not not incrementally. So yeah, especially yeah. preseason was kind of a wash. Yeah, a little bit like. Remember that. when Chemtech was added back to the game, and then buffed. <laughs> 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 all right, sorry, all right, we can all move right. on. Okay, um, and speaking of moving on, so we now got that out of your system. <laughs> now we've got now we've got a complete change up. So now, um, what we were gonna do was uh, we were gonna do a mock draft, but we don't really have quite enough time to prepare, and we have like basically zero time to be perfectly honest uh, in general. So I don't know how we're gonna do it. We will do a mock draft in the future. I'm holding everyone accountable. I was I was, I was expecting a bit more of shade towards me because that was I, I was. I still wanted that. to do it, and but, me, you yeah. can you can yeah. you can Max. I want to give you permission if you want to burn me a little bit. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. I've 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 lost. You. You, 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 upset you. I was because it's going to be play-by-play -play versus color and us play-by-play -play generally benefit from them having less time to prepare um, because 
we probably weren't going to anyway. We would have probably <laughs> played video games together instead of um, yeah. prepping a mock draft. Um, we would have still won, but it just, players. you know, you know just how might it might still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just play That would actually be the best best revenge of like, me with like, we're going to prep and then like the voters are like 80-20 for you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, could happen. oftentimes, yeah. like, I don't know whether the games are going to be played out. The best thing is, is if we do a mock draft and it turns out that these are compositions that have been played like around the world somewhere like that's what we that's what we need to do and can like we, how many times have these oh comps God, actually won idea. in we can like, then we can take those two drafts and then have 10 intermediate bots fight it out <laughs> that we actually and should. then commentate it yes oh my oh god oh my god that's gonna be a I'm, just yes. say, I'm just i'm like already i'm like no <laughs> yes no how about we get like yes. two academy teams bots. to play them or yeah. something you know uh, like we could get our friends to play it yeah, yeah. Okay, no, we'll glad, just I'm get glad, the observing I'm, I'm team. I just don't know if the bots there. know this. The intermediate bots know the subtleties of the uh, yeah. the Nami illusion. Yeah, <laughs> I very do. Yeah, okay. I don't but, know if they know the uh, the way this is Are you giving away strats right now? So, we're, but we're not doing that. No, we're not we're doing, doing that because time. we're doing something else. And uh, the the Korean broadcast um, played this this fun game. Um, which is called something. Walk the stork. stork. Walk the stork. So they were playing Walk the Stork. Uh, Huni is stupidly good at it. He's insane. And uh, it's now our turn to try and walk the stork. And it's not for nothing. We are doing it for all the marbles, quite literally, because tomorrow not, when not you quite see literally, us by the way there's no marbles there's involved. not going to be any marbles there might be marbles because we can Dang possibly it. put marbles I in love there. marbles um, I wanted to play marbles <laughs> on, on Wednesday the loser the one who doesn't walk the stalk good enough is going to suffer a penalty <gasps> oh, penalty, penalty! <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's go what's going to happen box? um I think, are we are we going to all write a penalty down? Are we going to sure. do it that way? Okay, so all of us are going to write down a penalty on a piece of paper, and then the loser picks out of the box. And so, you know, you don't write something really, really harsh because it might be you that loses, and then you'll be like, oh, mine's in there. Yikes, I hope I don't get that. also have to maintain a certain level of dignity and professionalism. And yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's like a certain level of... <laughs> just to add some context to um us and how uh atrocious we are um or how we weren't provided with very much time and we didn't watch lolly wolf is terrible just have. say it it's a wolf is terrible yeah <laughs> i think i think you did admirably uh that stork didn't want to walk good man yeah. he didn't want to walk good he wanted to face plant that's uh that's that's kind of the way um anyway these are this, this is how the players have done faker of course the best at random games um yeah if you've watched his stream is. ever you just know um his get over it streams was so good i'm still oh baffled that huni is the best out of anyone i'm not baffled by that at all i feel like it's something that like huni's he just gets it he just he actually huni's yeah. actually he stork. thrives in the chaos you know like <laughs> yeah. you provide him with like a random challenge and you're like huni just be good at this and he's like Yes. Okay. I learned that Lahens and I are um, maybe very similar in our skill sets. <laughs> do, you like, do you like do you like eating you know? bagels by any chance, Wolf? Yeah. Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> I just maybe realized. we should hang out. Uh, the play-by-play is uh, just the same, uh, basically, um, is what I learned. We'll keep learning that. Yeah. And just, just. All right, just give me the punishment. Bring it out. All right, yeah, we I'm need just, to make the punishment. I'm getting too stressed out <laughs> about one. this. Okay. And then read the other ones as well. Here you go, Wolf. Um, pick one out. The first one is the one that you're going to do. Unless it's in inappropriate. I can't see it between the papers. They're really well folded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, 
I don't <sighs> think that's my one. Oh, it's mine. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Mine's not that terrible. Wear a clown wig. Wear a clown wig. Oh, okay. you get the clown so wig. I get to wear one. a clown okay. wig on the show. Let's read right, the other one. Let's see what though. you dodged. See what you dodged. Clown wig's actually kind of Eyeshadow for Wednesday. Oh, that's a good one. So, yeah, really that was weird, mine. That's weird, good. Really specific what day of the week Eyeshadow bit of <laughs> yeah. guy liner? I should have said, like, yeah. Friday or It's something. like, I'm not I, casting I was on Wednesday gonna, for a few more weeks. So I get to keep dodging. I was going to do <laughs> mascara, but mascara is really annoying to remove. I feel like yeah. eyeshadow is pretty easy, so we could just do it that. Is. That's a yeah. good one, yeah. Yeah. Right loser on forehead. I think this is Valdez's handwriting. Brandon, are you okay? Yeah, it's not that bad. Right. I, mean, I, love, yeah, I, I expected like worse. For the entire broadcast. Yeah, for the entire broadcast. Oh, actually, I did that. On your head. And it's like, right loser. Yeah. It has yeah. to be in forehead. I think Valdez needs to write it. It needs to be in his handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good handwriting. Uh, All right. With right. like a fish hook R for some reason. Yeah. All right. And Chronicler's... Have to say the word zoinkies three times in the night. <laughs> I wish I drew this one. I want to no, draw that. It's actually one. the hardest one. All right, okay. So instead, let's all choose one of the punishments and we'll all do it. Oh, no. Oh, I want the right, zoinkies well, one. <laughs> the question is, and, and this will be a question for G-Sun probably or, or Ian, um, do I have to buy my own wig? No, we or will have a, a wig provided for, for you. I'm like, okay. Because like, if I buy my own wig, it's like not... It's, it, it could actually be like, I could do something really stylish. You never know. So I think they have to choose it. A clown mullet. Yeah. All right. Um, so you weren't able to, to walk the stalk, but at least you get to wear I, a fun hat. I, it know? also says wear a clown wig, so it doesn't specify the time period. So maybe it's after game one. I take it off. We'll no. leave that to the producers oh, as well. Oh, no. Whole day. Uh, whole 100% day. whole day. The, Otherwise, it's not a punishment. The makeup ladies also aren't going to be able to do your hair. And it's really important that that your hair is done needs to be impeccable. every day. Yep. So, um, Especially if you, you cast. You have to have that. Because you'll wear the wig, and then the makeup ladies will make sure that it looks... Look really nice. Um, so that is. Um, okay. Um, but I think. Straightening the clown wig. Maybe curling the, the, the clown wig. It, it, it'll be you know? plastic. It'll yeah, melt. you might have like a little like strand coming down, like, yeah. you know, like all, all set up just to make sure that Wolf looks as good as possible in I'm his down, clown I'm wig. I'm down to clown. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're down to go to bed. So we are. We are <laughs> Hey, Max, I'm gonna try that. Max, again. you know, you know when when challengers hits in like twelve hours, we have to head over. <laughs> All right, and we have to do free best of freeze. On that note, um, we're gonna we're gonna go. Um, thank you so much for watching. I hope you've enjoyed enjoyed this episode of the Pog State. Don't be too mean to us about our predictions. We tried our best, I promise. And also, if you guys can walk the stalk better, let us know in the comments down below. Like and subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time for more Pog Bye. State. Bye-bye. Bye.